0: Thank you for joining us for our 21 Days of Prayer. It's our hope that during this month, you will encounter God in a fresh way. We're asking God together to open our eyes, to light our path, and to lead the way. Thanks for downloading this podcast. It's my prayer that this podcast will encourage you to spend all day today in an attitude of prayer, as you continue on this 21 day journey with us. Good morning, thank you for joining us online. If you are joining us online, we got a couple people in the building too. We've got drums again this morning, I love that. Uh, I'm gonna start this morning, we're gonna teach you a new song. Uh, It's a song that we're going to be doing tomorrow and so I thought doing it today would be good practice for me and uh, for Luke. And so you're just gonna get sort of the practice version of this song. Uh, But I want to encourage you to sing along with us as you pick it up. There's one key interesting thing about it, though. It's taken directly from Scripture. And so there's a metaphor in there that I I like to explain whenever I'm dealing with this piece of Scripture, this passage of Scripture. And it's uh, Jesus says that he's going to build his church, but he also says that he is going to give the keys to the kingdom to his followers, meaning that we're the ones who basically determine whether people get into the kingdom or not depending on how we live and how we teach them and how we develop people. So followers of Jesus make more followers of Jesus, which is like having the keys to the kingdom. But Jesus also uses this other metaphor there where he's talking about binding and loosing. And a lot of people got a lot of different ideas about what that means, but it comes in a context where immediately before it and immediately after it, Jesus is talking about forgiveness, and so one of the things I like to think about binding and loosing is that binding is when I'm holding up bitterness, and loosing is when I forgive someone truly from the heart. But whatever metaphor Jesus was, whatever meaning Jesus was really trying to get at through that metaphor, uh, when we attempt to live it out, that's us proclaiming the truth of who he is. And so we're going to uh, try this song this morning and see how it works for us, uh, and then tomorrow it'll be, you know, just better. alone our chief cornerstone no other foundation can we build upon not philosophy nor the wisdom of man for all other ground is sinking sand upon this rock you build your church and the gates of hell will not prevail when we bind and loose we proclaim Name, we will not fail, never fail crucify, raise up from the dead, let captivity captive. It is finished. He gave us the keys. His authority. And now we are joining. This is the one who builds his church. We're the ones who are just on for the ride. Um, This next song is one that reminds us that he's um, the one who's really in charge, even though sometimes we think we need to be. So hard to see it. it. Took me so long to believe it. You choose someone like me to carry your victory. Perfection could never earn it. You give what we don't deserve. I am seated in the heavenly place Undefeated with the one who has conquered it all And now I can finally see it It took me how to receive it So let all the striving cease this is my victory, you are my champion, giants fall when you stand undefeated, every battle you've won, I am who you say I am, you crown me with confidence, I am seated in the heavenly my champion Giants fall when you stand undefeated every battle you've won I am who you say I am you crown me with confidence I am seated in the heavenly place undefeated with the one who it all. We're going to sing a third song today. Just a song that is now a point of commitment. If Jesus really is the champion that we need in our lives, then that basically means that we're willing to be the losers while he's the winner. And that's really what... Um, the picture of the cross is all about being a loser so that someone else could be a winner being broken so that someone else could be fixed being wounded so that someone else could be healed jesus surrendered his life to us and so we surrender our lives to him and we surrender our lives to each other as well I'm keeping nothing back from who you are No hidden treasure veiled by key or lock You're a lifetime worth of worship And that's only just the start Here it is, my every waking day in its hours, the years of endless praise For you worthy far beyond all I could say There's a lifetime worth of worship In the nuance of your names Let it rise like incense My whole life, a fragrance every hour you're broken at your feet. Every breath and offering, my heart cries his long sting over you, my worthy King of Kings. Alabaster cross, giving all you are for all I'm not. Can't believe that's the kind of king you are. How could I not bring a lifetime worth of worship to you, God? Let it rise. Like incense, my whole life of fragrance. Every ounce here looking at Your feet. Every breath an offering. My heart cries, these lungs sing over You, my worthy King of kings. Let it rise, let it rise. Like incense. My whole life, a fragrance every ounce, here broken at your feet. Every breath and offering, my heart cries, these lungs sing over you, my worthy king of kings. All my love, all my love. All my love, you can have it all. All my love, all my love, all my love, you can have it all. All my heart, all my soul, all I own, you can have it all. All my heart, all my soul, all I own, you, all my love, all my love, all my love. incense my whole life. A fragrance every ounce here broken at your feet. Every breath and offering my heart cries. These lungs sing over you, my worthy King of Kings. Let it rise, let it rise. Like incense my whole life A fragrance every ounce Here broken at your feet Every breath and offering My heart cries These lungs sing over you My worthy King of Kings Over you My worthy King of Kings. Jesus, we remember the stories that you have uh, done miracles. We remember the number of times that you've showed up in someone's life and absolutely transformed them. And we remember that story of the woman who brought the jar of perfume and broke it all over you. And you said, This one's gonna be remembered. Jesus, we pray that you would cause us to be people with such an open heart, cause us to be people with such an open mind and with such open eyes to see what you're really up to in this world. You said that that woman was preparing your body for burial, as if she was the only one in the room who had actually paid attention to what you said. So Jesus, we pray that we would be the people who are paying attention to what you say and that you would open our eyes up to the truth of who you are and what you're doing in our world and what you're doing in our lives. Jesus, we just pray that this morning you would help us to encounter you in a fresh way and that would linger on for the rest of the day. Thanks for meeting us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks again, Luke. <laughs> Thanks again, Luke. Um, so today, I want to take us into a little bit of a devotional that is um, nothing new. I mean, literally nothing new. What I want to do is just remind ourselves of the things that we've been thinking about and praying about over the last week. Um, the, so we've been asking God all week long to open our eyes to a few specific things. And so I made a note of all the different things that we've been asking God to open our eyes in. And uh, so we ask God, first of all, to open our eyes to his presence. And it was all around us, uh, just like Elisha and the servant. The servant needed his eyes opened to see the horde of the heavenly army that was surrounding them. We ask God to open our eyes to the work that he's currently doing. And that was reminded, we were reminded of that because of the rest of the Elisha story, where Elisha goes to the enemy army that's coming to kill him and he shows them grace and mercy and gives them a feast and a party and sends them back to their uh, king and they end up becoming kind of allies slash friends as a result. We ask God to open our eyes to our own faulty thinking in the ways that our own assumptions about who God is and how He should work in this world can lead us down some really bad paths. And so we need God to open our eyes to our own faulty thinking so that he can cleanse us of it. We ask God to open up our eyes to the fact that we're not alone. We're surrounded by other churches, and there are Christians all over the world. There are followers of Jesus all over the world. And sometimes it feels like we're all alone because our differences are so different. Our differences are so great in comparison. But As we listened to Pastor Robbie this week, they are doing a 21 days spiritual journey at exactly the same schedule we are. How did that happen? Maybe the Holy Spirit moved in both of our churches in exactly the same way. I'm not exactly sure all of the reasons, but I'm fascinated at the fact that God would bring unity to two churches who believe different things about certain things. We are not alone, and we need God to open our eyes up to that we ask God to open up our eyes to see the work that he's doing in each of us. Sometimes we get discouraged and we feel like our lives aren't changing enough or our lives aren't growing enough. Or sometimes we get cocky and feel like our lives aren't in need of any transformation or in need of any change. And so we need God in both of those cases to open up our eyes that we might be able to see the work that he's currently trying to do in each of us. And then yesterday morning, Amanda brought us a really powerful uh, perspective. She used this phrase that I just thought was wonderful, where we needed God to open up our eyes to the opportunities and not the obstacles. God designed for those people in ancient Israel, when they were heading into the promised land, he designed for them to see the opportunities of this new land they were coming into. But a good number of them could only see the obstacles. And so we need God to open up our eyes in those things. And so, what I decided I would ask you to do today is we're going to spend the rest of our time in prayer. And I want to ask you to either follow the same recipe that we've been following for the last week, which is to start by just saying, God, where were you yesterday in my life? How were you revealing yourself to me yesterday that maybe I didn't see it or maybe I did see it? And you just spend a few moments in reflection over your yesterday to say, what was God doing yesterday? And then, Spend some time in his word and praying and saying, God, what is it you're trying to do in my life today? What is it that you want to do in my life today? And then if you have someone that you're with, you can meet with them towards the end of that time and just kind of share what God placed on your hearts, share what lessons you learned from the Bible, share what things you were thinking about when you were praying and you can follow that recipe but i've got a more challenging recipe for you too if you want to go a little bit deeper and fuller with this week because i mean frankly spending one week asking for god to open up our eyes to these really big things is probably not going to make that much difference in our lives we're going to have to pray these prayers repeatedly so that we begin to see the world the way he sees the world and so i have some uh, digging into it questions for you i've posted them on our website and they're on our uh, on our app as well, but the questions are just simply going along with the open-eyes prayers. How aware am I of God's presence all around me? How aware am I of God's work in reconciliation and grace in this world? What am I doing to reevaluate my own thinking in comparison to God's truth? How aware am I of the size and diversity of the body of Christ? How connected am I to the members of the body of Christ who are not like me? How aware am I of my own next steps of growth and what am I doing about it? And how aware am I of the obstacles and the opportunities, the opportunities in contrast to the obstacles all around me? Today I want to ask that you would just spend some time in prayer reflecting on these things and saying, God, I'm ready to have you take me to another level. I'm ready for you to take this brokenness that is my life and build it into some beautiful fragrance that makes a difference in this world. Let's spend some time praying and opening up our eyes and our heart to what God is planning to do in our lives. And then when you're done with your time of prayer, here we're going to end around 9.45. Um, When you're done with your time of prayer, then share with someone around you what things God has put on your heart. Let me begin us with prayer. Lord, we come to you and ask for you to speak into our hearts. We ask for you to reveal your word to us in the text of scripture. And we ask that you would do the work of transformation that needs to happen in our lives. We know it's going to be slow and incremental and bumpy, but we pray that you would continue that work no matter what kind of resistance we put up to it. Lord, just just do what you can do what only you can do and to make us more like Jesus. And meet us in this moment as we spend this time with you. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Lafayette Community Church. We are all about helping you live the life you were made to live. God made you. God loves you. And his plans for you are perfect. So if you are anywhere near Lafayette, Indiana, join us this weekend. At one of our worship gatherings. And wherever you are, check us out online at lafayettecommunitychurch.com.